Hello, everybody. Jace here. Quick message before we get to the main episode. Uh, you know, I try not to get too political on the show. Maybe if that's something that really interests the guest, we might get into a little bit of politics, but mostly we're here to just celebrate comics. But uh, I can't ignore what's going on in the world, specifically the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. So uh, on our Twitter, pinned as the tweet, is a link to UNICEF which is an organization that focuses on uh, areas of the world where there is a lot of strife, war going on. Specifically, they try to provide clean water, medical care, and other uh, essential needs specifically for children and families. So regardless of which side of the fence you're on, whether or not you believe that one side or the other is right or wrong, uh, we can all agree that children and their families shouldn't be suffering for the choices that their leaders are making. So please, if you have a few dollars, uh, every little bit helps. You can go to unicef.org, that's U-N-I-C-E-F dot O-R-G, and just look for the Ukraine appeal. Click there, or you can go to the Comic Source Twitter account, and the link is there for you to donate. So uh, again, appreciate the support, everybody, and I uh, hope you're all being safe out there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Comic Source. I'm your host, Jace. And I'm Blake. And this is another Spawn Daily episode. We're up to episode or issue number 68 that we're talking about. Uh, I will remind everybody, because I think we have, I haven't done it in a while, what we're doing here. So 30 years of Spawn, 30 years of Image Comics, we've decided to read all the Spawn. Uh, so I know we're a little behind schedule because of various things, not least of which is if you're checking us out on YouTube, this looks completely brand new with different graphics and whatever. That that took took me quite a while between the day job and whatnot to get that set up. But uh, we will be releasing probably more than one episode a day to, to get caught back up. But by the end of the year, we'll have read all of the uh, regular Spawn series. We will always do one regular issue of uh, the Spawn series per episode. But when we cover some of the other tangential material whether that be Curse of the Spawn or the Sam and Twitch miniseries or any of the other crossovers that Spawn is in, we'll likely condense it down uh, and be covering three, four, five, sometimes even six issues in, in one episode. So if you're curious the order we're following, what you need to read, uh, or what we're going to talk about next, you can go to the show notes, check out the uh, Spawn reading order that Blake created. Uh, he's been putting even more work into it lately, adding more detail about why things are, are where they are. So, um, that's yeah, that's what we're doing. We're celebrating 30 years of Spawn. Uh, and the other part of this is that once we're done, by the end of the year, we'll be able to read things like King Spawn and Scorched and Gunslinger Spawn, having you know all this backstory uh, of Spawn, all this history of Spawn recently in our brains, because I've never even actually read Unlike Blake, who has, I've never actually read the whole Spawn series, and I haven't read most of the crossover stuff either. So, um, with that being said, let me go ahead and do some fancy graphic stuff here and show you guys the issue that we're going to be talking about. You should see it on your screen there if you're checking us out on YouTube. Uh, issue number 68, uh, 
ended with a cliffhanger last time with 67, with Spawn getting his brains, you know, use that quote, quotes, brains, brains, where's my <laughs> brains blown out? Uh, the necroplasm that passed for his brains blown out. Um, yeah, and it's cold. It's cold in New York. So you got that cool Capullo cover, uh, no pun intended, uh, with the snow and, and whatnot. So as we look in the, the front cover here, we get the, uh, the credits written by McFarlane. Whoops. Sorry about that. Uh, written by McFarlane, pencils by Capullo, inks by McFarlane and Chance Wolf, Orzakowski editing and lettering as usual, and Haberlin on Kemp on colors. And yeah, the summary, I basically just, just told it, told it to you, right? Bums had a big philosophical conversation, which led to Blake and I having a big philosophical conversation. Nature of good and evil, heaven and hell, God and the devil. Um, and when Spawn went to confront this new homeless guy, we were introduced to John and found out that he was nothing more than a, a criminal. Uh, him and his buddies unloaded on Spawn with, with guns, with handguns and took Spawn out. And if you're thinking, wait, what? Yeah, so were we, because Spawn, typically his cape will protect him or, you know, the, the bullets won't affect him. Um, but yeah, he went down. He went down and that allowed John to, to blow his head off. So what's going on? Why is Al Simmons dead? Are we going to get a new Spawn? Yeah, that's what we're going to find out in this issue, I guess. So take it away, Blake. So uh, starting off, we get this awesome shot of uh, Spawn's brain man, again, air quotations, because he doesn't really have brains. His necroplasmic body is very inconsistent <laughs> when it comes to uh, being anatomically correct. As we've seen several times in the past, for some reason, his necroplasmic body has an actual heart. Uh, it's been removed from him more than once. And uh, yeah, so for some reason, he also has brains. Um, so it starts off uh, this nice some shot of, you know, his uh, brain matter. And you can see there's like worms and stuff and necroplasm mixed in there. It's a nasty, but really detailed and awesome uh, bit of art. Um and it recaps us, uh, you know, talking about John and uh, what happened and the situation that spawns in. Then it jumps over to Sam and Twitch and what they're up to. Uh, in the previous issue, we were introduced to a new character named Mrs. Bird, who is their uh, kind of only client that they've been able to regularly, regularly uh, depend on. And uh, here, this is the residence. This is the Bird residence. And Mr. Bird is unfortunately, uh, it's real nasty, real messy. Um, he seems to have been ahead, and it, it's no good. It's no good. Uh, Sam and Twitch are talking with the police and, and coordinating with them. It seems like these police officers are actually pretty chill. We've seen in the past that because Twitch's history, they don't always get along with officers. They think that they're like traitors or whatever, and they cause trouble, yada, yada. These guys seem good. Um, so yeah, they're they're just doing the cop thing. They're they're doing the hard boiled detective. They're collecting clues around the apartment, trying to bounce ideas off of each other. And uh, one of the officers says that they hear noises coming from the back room, and so they approach the room very carefully. And once inside, they see Mrs. Bird 
and she's smoking her cigarette. She's got some alcohol open. She has a gun in the bed and she's watching the X-Files and people that tuned in in the previous episode, she, she was kind of crazy. She, she, she definitely gave off those conspiracy theorists, like insane, but she should be medicated. She isn't medicated and she is having these delusions of, you know, aliens kidnapping her and doing things to her and then returning her. And she thinks that the alien that that did this to her husband and she's excited for the new x-files movie she's clearly not all there um and so they they take her away and twitch actually uh how to say sam about uh how it's entirely possible that that he you know she actually fabricated the entire insanity thing that maybe this is a long premeditated uh, murder and that she had been going to them as some kind of setup. Uh, so, you know, they, they have uh, a sort of alibi, like they've only ever known her to be crazy and they could be witnesses that she's crazy. So she can essentially get an easier uh, plea deal and, you know, get off with a minor sentence for murdering her husband i don't know exactly how uh how much info we have to go on based on that uh but you know it's it's an interesting hypothesis certainly we've only ever seen her to be crazy i'm not entirely sure where twitch is coming up with this long elaborate premeditated murder it's been going on for months we're told that uh, uh, Sam had forgotten her for several months. So she's been coming to them for several months. And now that she said she's obviously not going to pay them. So Twitch is about to unload. He, he is about to go on a raid uh, against Sam for, for being so forgetful, for being so negligent. He's, he constantly forgetting groceries and this and that. And now they're going to be strapped for money when Cog shows up and he's holding a folder and he's like, spawn needs your help. You need to go to rat city right now. And they're like, yo man, look, we're really busy. We we're, we're kind of dealing with some stuff right now. And then Twitch is going through the file and he's like, Oh, this is like everything that we need to know. <laughs> Cog showed up with the T. He knew exactly what's going on as all this evidence. And well, how, how'd you get this? Like, this is so convenient. How do you get this? And he's like, doesn't matter. Spawn your hell. Go at city help him <laughs> very single-minded individual very goal-oriented so sam and twitch they 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 go to rat city it's a complete and having no idea what situation that they're about to walk into then we jump over to the alleys and uh the the lackeys of John, the the individuals who were helping him uh, do robberies and setting up other homeless people. I don't know if we talked about that in the previous episode, but they were actually um, doing these robberies and, and holding up pawn shops and things like that. And then when the police came around, they were scapegoating other homeless people and killing other homeless people and setting them up for failure. 
uh and and that's really messed up <laughs> it's like it's doubly doubly mean doubly evil and so his lackeys in of the lackeys of john they're struggling to pull spawn they're trying to get him uh to this wall they want to string him up at, you know to kind of show like hey this guy that you all worship this guy that you looked up to this guy you thought was your king that was your your helper your protector yeah we got him he's right there go check it out and so uh spawns necroplasmic body is like over 400 pounds it actually kind of fluctuates over the these couple issues the 400 seems to be the key number there is like it's just under 400 pounds it is 400 pounds. it's over it's a funny thing in the writing it's, it's a little inconsistent but it's funny um so yeah john is like touching spawns blood the necroplasm is like this is weird this is interesting why is it like this this who bleeds green blood and so he actually gets like a, a paper bag and like collects it all up uh meanwhile uh one of the individuals from the previous issue i believe his name is eric he kind of like tailed them and found out that you know spawn had just been murdered by john and his followers and so he sprints back and you know between gasping for air he tells bobby bootsy and the other homeless people like spawn's dead john just shot him like he's not getting back up and then bobby like if you've been following along you know that bobby and spawn go way way back early in the series they connected there was a whole arc where uh bobby got shot in the head by chapel and spawn resurrected him like like they're they they adore spawn and so hearing this news bobby immediately loses it he's normally very chill very calm but he goes into a blind rage he's like god damn it we're gonna get him nothing's gonna hold us back these are our streets <laughs> like they they want vengeance they want john's blood so they get like pipes and chains and like you know shambled weapons and stuff and they go down an alley to try and find john and then uh eric who's still trying to catch his breath he falls behind and it turns out that some of john's men had followed him and they get the jump on him and they're like hey it's not really nice to sell out your pals is it and he's like, look, guys, you guys, you know, did something wrong. And I, I was just telling him a little bit and they all surround him. And it tells us that it's going to be uh, several days before um, several days before anyone will find his shattered decomposing body. It's very sad because he was just trying to do the right thing. Yeah, brutal, man. Brutal. <laughs> he was just like, hey, guys, he's our friend. Let's go avenge him. And, you know, they they got him. Yeah, McFarland's so, keeping, it, keeping it real for sure. Even though it's a, it's a completely brand new character, we've never seen this Eric guy before, except in the previous issue. You know, it's, it's sad to know that, you know, this one guy is, you know, had a sad ending. Anyway, um we get this really awesome sort of like hero shot. I don't know what to call it, but Bobby looks angry. He looks dominant. He's like got this, this posture, never seen him hold himself like this before. He 
has a goal and he's about to he's gonna get his pound of flesh and all the other homeless people are behind him weapons and Bootsy's kind of poking his head out behind like i'm not sure about this and then uh Bootsy says something he's like hey look we shouldn't be doing this. I, I don't feel comfortable doing this. And Bobby is angry. He flies off the handle. He's like, look, this is important to me. You need to do this. And, um, you know, he, he thinks that, that Bootsy is betraying him, essentially. It was like, after everything that we've gone through with Spawn, like, how how could you back out now? Like, this is so crucial. Like, like why would you not be involved you know right now and we're kind of left with this this unknown answer like why does bootsy not follow through all the other homeless people are like reared up where you go and bootsy's you know he's fully in like all of his years um and his reasons for not wanting to proceed but he hangs back and you know lets everyone else go ahead then we jump over to John, <clears throat> the scumbag that he is, and he has this sack of necroplasm, and he hands it to this mysterious figure that's hiding in the shadows. And the hands reach out, and they they thank him for, you know, for uh, doing a good job, reaches in and pulls out, like, some nasty uh, necroplasm. So we're introduced to... Uh, this character in the shadows that John is handing the bag of necroplasm to. And we're not entirely sure who he is, but it seems that John is answering to him. It seems that, um, that this is his boss and he's not entirely sure why, um, he's doing the things for this person, but he's, he says that he has his reasons. And then, uh, John starts talking about, uh, what they did and the conversations that they were having over the last couple issues. And um, he asked this mysterious figure, uh, what do you think this, this green stuff is? And he sure he indicates that he's had an interaction before with spawn. He says that he could smell the stink. And then he asked John, um, what happened to him like like where is spawn and then john starts bragging about how he and the boys shot him up and he's dead now and then they strung him up as an example and then immediately without warning without any hesitation we get a close-up of john's eye as a sharp metal rod seems to go straight through it. It's very graphic, uh, very sudden, very abrupt. And this figure comes out of the shadows holding the bag and this, this uh, shiv or, or knife or screwdriver. It not entirely sure. It's a sharp object. Uh, it says, how dare you? How dare you do this? Like, I didn't tell you to kill him. That's what I wanted to do. You didn't follow my orders. You need to obey. And then on the next page, it is revealed that this mysterious figure that John had been taking orders from is the freak. We have not seen the freak since like issue 34, 35. It's been a long time since the freak has been around. 
and the last time that that interaction went, uh, it, it seemed that the freak had like big plans for Spawn. Hearing this news that Spawn's dead now, you know, he's upset. <laughs> um, so he goes on this big tirade about how our rules are my rules and thinking independently is not good. And this is what thinking independently will get you as he gestures to John and his bleeding eye on the ground. And he's like, look to your example, do whatever I say exactly as I say it. And, you know, he, he just goes on a big selfish tirade about how he's the leader and, you know, the rest of them are maggots and things like that. And, uh, then it jumps to this very sad shot of Spawn's strung up body, and the head damage seems a lot worse than than the end of the previous issue. At the end of the previous issue, it looked like some of his head may still remain, but we see here at the end as he's strung up and crucified, he's spread eagled and everything on this wall. He's got like pipes in him and you know he's got chains holding him up his head is completely gone there's just a stump and yeah it's it's not looking good for spawn it, it's seeming like like all, all fingers are pointing to him being just dead like he he's just a corpse hanging on the wall very similar to uh how uh spawn did to curse um if i remember correctly uh in the really issues when uh curse first shows up spawn kind of dismembers him and then hangs him up on a wall and we get a couple shots of that every now and again until eventually the curse just isn't there anymore <laughs> yeah it's interesting because the freak obviously is a freak and he talks about you know you shouldn't have killed spawn he you know he should have been left for me and now that now that he has you know these walls have eyes and you know his his people will be coming and it's not entirely clear. It's like, okay, so when you say both sides know what you've done, do you, is he talking like his side and their side? I mean, because obviously his side knows. It was like, we must prepare ourselves. You're going to be blinded by their emotions. They're going to, you know, they're going to start their assault, and their 200 will be surrounded by our 2,000. 200 spawned knows like eight people, dude. Like. I don't know what this guy's talking about. Is he hinting at some greater boss? Is he not the big boss? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's all it's all sort of wrapped up and weird, but yeah. The way I kind of interpreted it was he's crazy. Yeah. Like, at no point has this guy ever had, like, you know, he he's, he's off his rocker. So it, the both sides comment, I, I had to think about it. I think he's referring to the police and the other homeless people. Yeah, that, that could That's that what could I think be, he's referring yeah, to. Yeah, that yeah. could be uh, as well. So, yeah, another issue with not a, not a ton of action. Obviously, mm-hmm. we get the crazy Mrs. Bird, which, you know, Twitch's theory of her just trying to establish her insanity from the start is not so far-fetched. I mean, that, that's been done before by by criminals, but she doesn't really seem capable of that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to say. Like, like jumping back to that is... Uh, we haven't... Like, the audience, the readers, 
we're never given any kind of like reason to believe that that might be the case. We've only seen her crazy. Yeah. And yeah, there's a precedent for, you know, cases like that in the past, but the reader wouldn't necessarily know that like the, the story just presented us with a crazy person. And then Twitch is like, Oh yeah, this is actually probably just this really elaborate scam against us. And that she's actually like this murderer genius. But, well, what's interesting (laughs) about it, though, is, I mean, just, like, so McFarland's got to be putting that in there for a reason. It's got to pay off at some point. It can't just be, you know, he's not going to devote this much real estate on the page to, okay, well, if people are wondering how Sam and Twitch are paying their bills, here, let me invent some crazy woman. So it's got to pay off at some point, especially because she's talking about really out there stuff like aliens and and whatnot. I don't know, maybe Malbolgia, maybe The Violator, somebody like that's visited her, so... And then the other thing that I'm really curious about beyond kind of the main story with the, the freak and you know, John and these minions is like, what are, are Sam and Twitch going to do? What Cog asked? Are they going to go to Rat City? Are they going to try to find him? What will they do when they do find Spawn and his head has been literally blown off? Like, like, what do you do? Yeah. You know, you can't you try to glue it back on with the green slime. Like, you know, what, what are they going to do? What? Why is Cog even sending them there? Yeah, so there's a lot of there's still a lot that's that's up in the air um, after mm-hmm. this one, but uh, not- yeah, they've seen them recover from very lethal damage before. I think first time that they meet is in Rat City when Harry's uh, being attacked by Overt Kill. I think. Yep. Like getting some some of that mixed up. Um, but yeah, like, like they can him recover from, you know, lethal damage in the past. So, you know, who knows? Maybe they think that he'll just walk it off. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Yeah. And I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't super excited to see the freak again. Like he, his character, I mean, he hasn't been fleshed out, so I don't, you know, I don't mind seeing him. Maybe we'll get a little more mm-hmm. backstory and detail or whatever. And I think he's yeah. got a fantastic design from Capullo. But maybe it's because we haven't gotten enough of him and he's not really fully realized in my mind as a character that when he showed up, I was like, oh, the, the freak. Uh, okay, I guess. We haven't seen him in a while. Hopefully mm-hmm. – he's. I mean, he's just not interesting to me at this point. So, But again, I, I uh, yeah, don't think he's been <laughs> I, developed. I, I agree. Like he had like one or two issues and and then there's this arc – and it's like okay, cool. Like in the in when when we first meet him, he he's almost set up to be like a sympathetic character because we're you know from his perspective, he tells uh, Spawn, he tells the reader that he has this tragic backstory where the the Doctor Delirium like experimented on him and turned him into this freak, and you know he was gone for years, and then his family was murdered by his lackeys and his goons. And so he was on, like, a a revenge quest. And then Spawn helped him get his revenge by breaking into that lab. And then the freak killed Dr. Delirium. And then they parties at the end, and it seemed like the freak had malicious intent towards Spawn. Like, oh, I've got plans for you. I hope we'll meet each other again or something like that. And it's been silence ever since. Like, Like... again back like 30 or 40 issues so it's like where has he been that whole time what has he been doing we didn't get any like check-ins like we did with Cygor. Cygor, yeah. we actually got in every once in a while like after he was first introduced 
like every one or two issues, it'd been and be like, oh, yep, he's still on his way to New York. One or two issues, whoop, there's Cygor again. He's still on his way to New York, but now he's eating some truck stop, you know, people. <laughs> and we, we never got that with the freak. So it feels very out of level suddenly be here he's returned and he's got some goons working for him and we're not entirely sure like what his like goals are like like john and and the other people uh his his lackeys were like yeah we're gonna break into pawn shops and get a few dollars and stuff like that like like is that the freak telling them to do that or I don't know. It, it, it's it's very unclear. It's very unclear, and the the sad answer is we don't get a ton of clear answers. The freak is the freak. He's he's a creature of chaos, and he's doing what he wants. And clearly, these people are afraid enough to do what he wants because they don't want stuff that doesn't belong in their eye in their eye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't want to get stabbed in the eye. Uh, last thing I'll say about the issue is I, I have a feeling this was probably a, a good one for Capullo to draw in terms of like, he it probably went relatively quickly because uh, there's not a ton of action scenes to like block out. Um, and since a lot of it takes place in the dark, he gets to use a lot of dark backgrounds where he doesn't have to put a lot of detail. Uh, so I imagine he had a pretty good, good time doing it. I mean, that last picture of headless spawn strung up is, is, fantastic but even that you know you get caught a bit of shadow so i bet he was able to kind of get caught up on a lot of things by doing doing this issue and i don't mean to say that like he didn't do a good job i think he did a fantastic job and with all the blacks spotted out in this issue it really gives it this menacing tone like this is a dark dark issue which Al Simmons is dead. It should be a dark issue, so it really works on uh, on a lot of levels in terms of the artwork. So, fantastic yeah, job! Lots of lots of great shots in here. I especially love the art. Everything surrounding Mrs. Bird. Mrs. Bird is like a very interesting character for the reason that I feel like everybody everybody has seen a Mrs. Bird at some point in their life. So when they see her in this story, it's like oh. I know exactly what she looks like. I know exactly who that person is. It, and I just feel like he captures that kind of crazy conspiracy theorist uh, look in her eye. Like she's just off a rocker. And there's this shot with Bobby and the homeless people behind him. It's, it's, it's just great. Like you've never seen him in that light. And he just looks like he's ready for war. And then... Like you said, that that final shot of Spawn just struck up. It is just great, great art playing with those dark spaces. Yep, agree 100%. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Hope you guys all enjoyed our uh, look at this particular issue. Uh, we appreciate you joining us as always, and we'll talk to you next time. See you later. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. 
If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.